Hey, welcome to TV Told Me. This is Georgia. This is Christine. Oh, there's no idea. <laughs> Did y'all see how that was so like out of order? Christine should have done it so we could be in birth order. I know, because you were like, this is, um, this is, okay, this is Georgia. <laughs> I'm used but, yeah. to being the tail. Yeah, well, you're the ace today, honey. Here we go. Hey. <laughs> okay, let's let's see how we can how we can work this thing. Ade, okay, so Ade, we miss you. Ade yes. is um currently traveling, living she, her best life. Her best. We've been we've only been getting pictures. I don't even think I've really gotten any phone calls. She's mm. really just living her. We've she's been sending pictures <laughs> yes. of her travels. So she's actually in Canada. So yes. hello to all of our Canada listeners. Yes, we're international um, in this thing. Yes, yes, yes. So let's let's see how we do because y'all know Ade is um, the boss lady. Yes. So we have Christine producing today. <laughs> and, and, about that. and then um, we're going to try to lead this conversation together. So y'all let us know how, how we do. Okay. Well, here it goes. Hopefully they'll ever, they'll, they will ever hear it because I think I have recorded correctly. We do not have Ade who usually does that. So if y'all do not have <laughs> this episode and you're looking for it, it's because we recorded this incorrectly. So just hopefully you are hearing this. That's so true. You know, we really do follow uh, the dynamics of like the stereotype of birth order, yeah. how like the oldest one's the responsible one. We got the rebellious middle child and then the perfect last child. Rebellious? Perfect. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Isn't that the stereotype of the birth no. order? No. Oh, okay. I thought we fit into those. <laughs> Definitely not the, uh, you lost me on the perfect uh, baby child. That's what <laughs> I, I was just going to slide that right in there. Um, okay, so let's let's get into it because you know we will just chat all day long and I day will be like, now what is this y'all produce? <laughs> okay, so um okay, so okay, let me say this. Okay, so let's do our first thing. So what would you name this episode? All right, so the title of this episode was uh Katobi. And for me, what would I call it? Um you may have to go first. I had to think of it. I, I hadn't thought about that. Mm. Okay, I know. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, I would call it if, okay, I'm trying to see how to put it into words. I would say if you could, I want to say something like if you could see me now or mm. like, um, or it'll get better. Mm. So, something like that because to me, the, the magic of this episode was the fact that we saw them going through those trials and tribulations. We all know that life will bring us at some point in, li in life, but they were able to be able to cut to their blessings. Like if I can get through this, yeah. then I make it to this season. And in life, we're just like in that valley. We're in that test and we don't know if it's going to get better. That's like, true. like our whole world is this right here, this very moment. And I just wish sometimes we had that ability to be able to see ourselves once we make it on the other side. Oh, you better preach it. Yeah, for real. Because that's the that's what I always think about every time I ever hear about any type of like suicide. I'm always like, if they could only see their yeah. life in the future. I saw this um like little reel or something, um, this video, TikTok video, and it was this guy and this police officer. And I think 10 years prior, he was standing on like this. I want to say the San Francisco bridge or something mm. about to commit suicide. And this officer talked to him. They said for like an hour 
and talked him down off the bridge and he didn't commit suicide. And then now they come and they meet all the time and oh, they're wow. friends and he's mentored him and his life's doing great. Wow. So I always think about that. So I'm like, man, if people could just see their life in the future, like you're going to get through it. That is so good. Yeah. Okay. I love that. And so now you helped me think um, and put my thoughts together. I would name it either. Um, oh, I just had it. I had two. One would either be um, get back up again. Yes. And the reason why is because oh, yeah. their song at the engagement was I get knocked down, but I get up again. And, I, and she heard that song. I know we're going to get into it on um, what seemed to be her darkest day. You know, yes. and so, but it, then here they are singing it on their happiest day. Preach for the people. Just, I'm telling you. <laughs> but then, so that'd be one. Then my other one um, would be um, this: um, our story will never end. Oh, that's so true. Yes, and that's yes. true because a lot of times you think, oh, this is the end. Like you know, yep. I'm, I'm leaving my job, or you know, I'm divorcing, or whatever's going on. You feel like yes. it's like the end. But it's really just the beginning and it, it, mm. really, it, it never ends. And even after you, you know, I don't know why I'm so morbid today, but even after you leave this life, oh, gosh. <laughs> you, you know, your legacy continues on. So That's true, you're right. It, it never ends. Okay. No more talk of death. I'm sorry, guys. But anyways. Okay. So, um, so, okay. Let me, let me say this, this episode, I really was looking forward to watching it and yeah. somehow I think my family knew I was really looking forward to watching it <laughs> because, because, okay. So first let me explain our house. So I was like, I don't want like TVs everywhere. I want like, you know, us to have family and this and that. So we only have two TVs in our house. But That's it's a it. household of like 30 people. You forgot to mention that. Yes. A family <laughs> of seven with two TVs, right? And so anyway, so typically I'm fine with that because I'm not like, uh, you know, I'm good. Well, yesterday I did not get the kids to bed on time. And I, and anyway, so long story short, it was complete chaos. And I'm in the main room trying to watch this. <laughs> when I mm -hmm. tell you everybody had a question for their mom during this one hour, I was like, y'all, I'm watching. Can we wait till commercial? And then, of course, that's when NBC wanted to be so friendly and say, only a one-minute commercial. So I couldn't even get nothing done oh, I know. commercial time. But anyway, so there's going to be some pieces where I'm like, okay, how, what happened on this thing? Yeah. Anyway, so I just want to preface it with that, that I did miss bits and pieces, but it was a phenomenal episode. I agree. And you're right. I think there was so much anticipation for this episode. It seemed like all roads were leading to this episode. Yes. And I know I was so excited and... I really feel like it did not disappoint. Yes. I really got a lot from the episode. And I feel like we got a lot of our questions answered as far as our so assumptions, our hypotheses. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, wait, let's just jump. What was the question that you were most excited about getting answered? Oh, so many. Oh, but you know, you should know. So we do know that Kate, she does, she does get to an older age. So she's oh, older yeah, that's a good and she's one. a relationship with her kids. So we oh, we saw, we saw, yeah, they went and saw the yeah. performance. Was Haley was there too? I can't remember. I okay, Haley. you know what? When they showed all of them at the end, there was a girl yes. in the middle. And I said, is that Haley in the middle? And my mom was like, I think no, that may be Jack's wife. No, yeah, that's Jack's wife. Oh, she looked different. I thought she had long blonde hair. This girl had brown hair. I think hair. that's Jack's wife. I got name question. I think now it's Haley because Haley has no. brown hair, but Haley had long yeah. brown hair. 
I was confused on who the lady who who was in the center. And like I said, I have to rewatch this episode again, anyways. But I think um, it's the wife, though. I, uh-huh, I don't know, but but yeah. So you're right. That was a door. Okay. My favorite answer was the fact that um, we find out that Madison did go through with her marriage yeah. to uh, whatever his name is. Elijah. I really had Elijah, because I had written Elijah off. I thought for sure Elijah only no. had two good episodes left. <laughs> Elijah's at he, home, honey. Mm-mm. When he stuck his claim to, I'm going to be here, I was like, oh, that's one of your last episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and Elijah he made it, it through. He made it through. And I was like, okay, so now we can check that off. Kevin does not end up with Madison. Because that was kind of a you right, know, a, a huge question, and they kind of had us. Well, I was leaning that way in this episode. So, um, just to bring us back to the beginning of the episode, it starts us in the bridal suite, and this is where we've uh, kind of gotten a little taste of Kate's future. So we know that she's at her wedding. We know she's marrying Philip, um, who is her coworker at the um, school that she's been working at as a music teacher, um, but Kevin you know, he comes in the room and my question, cause we didn't, I didn't see uh, Madison's hand in the previous future um, clips of this, mm-hmm. but we see Madison's hand and there's a ring. So for me, the first like 10, 15 minutes, I'm like, oh my gosh, I thought, well, Kevin and Madison, they're gonna end up getting together. So that was a loop that I was believing. Did you, did you believe that when you saw her ring? Did you notice the ring or what? I'm gonna be honest. I was, trying to finish bad time and I missed the very beginning. Okay. <laughs> no what are you were looking like, okay, and then what happened? And no, then? honestly, I know I'm listening like, what? That was a good beginning. Yeah, it my- really was. It was. And it was just such a moment because Beth is in there. Um so is um what's the friend's name? Madison. Brian? Madison. Oh yeah. So Madison's there, Beth, and they're then Kevin's coming in. He's worried about his speech. You can tell he wants to get it right for his sister. And they're yeah. like trying to shoo him out, like, get out, get out, get out. And Kate comes in and she just looks stunning. And for me, I, you can just feel how like calm she is. She's so serene. You could tell like nothing's phasing her. And to me, this is different for Kate because usually she's kind of, you could tell there's always a worry. Like she's worried about something. And it, they even comment, um, Beth says, you're just such a Zen bride. And Beth's trying to calm her down where she's like, everything's gonna be perfect. You look perfect. And Kate looks at her and says, today's not gonna go perfect. A lot's probably gonna go wrong. But she was like, I'm good. And at that moment, the phone rings. And, and I was wondering like, why is she looking so surprised her phone is ringing? It's your wedding day. I feel like on your wedding day, your phone is nonstop. But she's like very like, Ugh. but I think because everybody in her life is probably on location. Exactly. <laughs> So she goes to pick up the phone and who's on the phone? They show you who's on the phone or they don't show oh, you? This girl really, did. okay, let me just, <laughs> so it's Toby. Okay, I love that I'm at a storytelling poetry night. <laughs> it is Toby. And in that moment, I'm like, ain't that how life goes? You finally got your little slice of peace. You're enjoying your moment. Everything you got your dream man waiting on you. And then here comes your pet. And in that moment, I didn't know what was about to go down because you could tell as she's on the phone, she starts to cry. And it's almost like you could tell it triggers so many emotions. Oh, that was a good opening. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, so I actually am alone today. I day and Georgia did not show up today. Thank you. Right, right, right. <laughs> but anyway, but it really I'm was like, a going, very- Keep going, Keep going. Right, but it was a powerful opening. 
because um, you can tell he's at home, he's by himself and he does congratulate her. He's like, I know it's your wedding day. So you can tell like, to me, it was like, he had been deciding, am I gonna call her? Do I not? No, don't call her. Okay, call her. You can just tell he had been kind of grappling with what do I do with this day? And he tells her, Kate, you know what you said to me the day we signed our divorce papers? And so I'm all like, what did she say? And you could tell that really triggered. And she's like, yes, I remember. Um, and so uh, he says, I want you to know that I see it now. I'm sorry it took me so long. If only I had a crystal ball, I could have seen the way this ended up. And so that goes right to what you were saying, Georgia, about, okay, if we could just see a glimpse of our future, we may make so many different choices or whatever. But in that moment, I know all of us were like, well, what did the girl say the day they signed the divorce paper? So we're kind of left with this open question. So that's how we started. That's so, interesting that they told that much. See, I would have thought they would have left it at, um, you know, it's Toby. And then he says, I know it's your wedding day. And then they would have cut to the episode. That would have yeah. been a little bit more suspenseful. Yeah, yeah but I think... It was such a good opener because it made you really question like, what was he still thinking about? She said on the divorce day. I don't know. For me, it was good because I was really curious because we kind of already knew that, you know, they were going to divorce and all that. You know what I mean? So I yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, she tells him something about like um, life, of course, is clear if you can live it backwards. And then that's when the scene clips and then we go into their present day. And this is right after Jack had little Jack had his um, fall at the park. So had you had you clicked in yet, George? I have not, not clicked in yet. <laughs> okay, so then Toby he announces that he's gonna go. Um, he's gonna take the job in LA. So remember that was a big huge deal because he he loved his San Francisco life, his coworkers, all of that. And he even gave Kate an ultimatum. This is another shout out. If you are watching the ultimatum and you love it, holler at me because I am obsessed. Oh, that Netflix show? Yes, the Netflix show. I love it. That I was just a side it. note. But uh, <laughs> Toby gives an ultimatum to Kate. Remember, he says, okay, this family's only going to work if you move to San Francisco. And remember, a few episodes ago, we saw Kate and she called her job and said, hey, I want to be considered, of course, for her job in LA, the job opening. So this is a big conundrum because now you can tell when Toby tells her, hey, I'm taking the LA job. I want to do anything to make our family work. And that's really his posture. Anything she says, she's like, oh, I want to do, we should do couples therapy. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. You can, in my opinion, he had gotten to a place of, let's say, humility or wanting to do whatever to make his family work. And you could tell Kate felt like she should try, but I kept getting the sense that she was like, dang, I thought he was going to take the job in San Francisco. <laughs> like, keep his job in San Francisco. That's how I took it. That her life was perfect without him. He did tell yes. her that several times. Yep. And see, uh, what Toby made sure that he mentioned was he was taking a huge step back in his career, but he wanted to do whatever he could to save his family. And you see him go to his new job. The office looks a hot mess. You could just tell, like, he was miserable. Okay, I'm there. Oh, okay. Oh, welcome. Yes. And they give her the name placard. Yes. To say yes. 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 With the braille on it. Yes. Correct. Correct. So um, with that, you could tell that like they were starting to like reconnect. Um, you could just see her kind of smiling. Like she was appreciating that he was trying. And it almost seemed like he had to sacrifice the best of him individually because he loves his work. He loved his friends at work. 
but it was almost like, hey, I know I have to sacrifice this in order to make my family work. So it was like really, in my opinion, hard to watch. I don't know how you felt about that. You know, when I saw it, it immediately took me back to when he was talking to Beth out on the patio and he mm. said, and she said, yeah, you know, long distance is tough. And he said, yeah, but you moved for your family. So basically, mm. I felt like in that, in, it took me back to that moment that at that moment he realized, and even when he was watching Baby Jack sleep, like I have to move. Like, you know, basically she's dug her heels in. And if this is going to work, yep. I have to move. So it just was like, okay, you know, I'm glad he did what he saw had to be done. So that's kind of what I was thinking about. Yeah, no, that is a good connection back to that conversation. And that is so the tone where you could just tell they're trying so hard, but it's just uncomfortable. And you could, it's just one of those things where you know that the thing's not working, but you have all these shoulds and what we could be doing, but it's just uncomfortable. And so I think they tried as long as they could and they did go to couples therapy. What was interesting to me, they announced that they had been in couples therapy for 16 months. And so that was okay. a year. That's, oh yeah. Yes, yes. No, yeah. no, exactly. I had the same thing. That's a lot to go week in, week out. And you could just tell, which it sounded like, okay, therapy is not helping. But in a way, I almost feel like it forced them to realize how miserable they were. Um, and I think yeah. what session really kind of um, illuminated all this, Kate is late. And so he's sitting there with the therapist and the therapist is trying to make excuses. Like, oh, well, traffic's bad. And Toby's like, no, we've been coming here for a while. And she knows where the um, office is. So Kate it comes in and you could just tell he is pissed. And so she's like, oh, well, you know, I'm sorry. This happened at school. And it goes right. It triggers all the stuff about the parenting because she was saying that, you know, I was there talking to the teacher and he's like, well, why did you have to stay and talk to the teacher? And to me, it really pointed to perhaps him feeling like she always prioritizes the kids over him. Yeah. Yeah. And so in that moment, this, I was like, Toby, I, I tried, I tried to stay with you, brother. But he was like, well, if you could be late, I can leave early. And he leaves. What I love about the therapist, she did not flinch. She didn't the stay with you. nothing. So they basically, <laughs> like you said, going out of routine because we're, okay, so you as a marriage therapist, what, what is like, like, do you feel like she had an obligation at maybe the 10 month time frame oh. to say, you know what, guys, I think I need to refer you all. <laughs> I mean, because it seems like they're not getting anywhere. So do you I, think it's an obligation? You know, what's interesting. I always believe that clients know what they need. They may not know how to get there exactly, but they have an idea. And so I think they were both being pretty adamant and clear with, um, well, I mean, let me be real. I feel like Toby was adamant of, is this working? Okay. He, he asked any way he could. Like, okay, you've seen a lot of couples. We've seen the ones that are going to make it or not. Like he's trying to get something from her. And I personally think Kate didn't say much in therapy. And I think it's because she was tired. You know, I think like part of her coming to the therapy was just almost more of the same of what was going on outside of therapy. Let me just whew, try to, you know, exactly. Try, you know, and, and the therapist so for still me, said nothing, nothing. So what I believe is, um, the therapist in this situation, absolutely, in my opinion, was part of the issue because she allowed them to maintain their what their paralysis. Like they just yes. stayed in limbo. So I really believe that the therapist should have um, really checked in on what are we really doing here? How are y'all going to know when when therapy is done? When you're going to just make a decision? Like I think they were both just scared to decide, and I just don't think that the therapist 
provided ample space for them to really process um, the issue. Because I think they were just doing more of the maintenance, the same maintenance of the problem, you know? Exactly. I love having an expert on the line when we're talking about this. All okay, right. so, so Christine, how would you have de-escalated the, the issue whenever he said, oh, since you're going to come late, I'm leaving early. And Toby gets up because I felt like the therapist, I was like, I almost was like yelling at the TV, like, do something, you know, I, know. I feel like you're the mediator. Like they have right. come for help. They're not yeah. coming to you perfect. They're coming to you saying we're a hot mess. And yeah. to just let him walk out, I just felt like she could have at least tried. What did you think she yeah. should have done to de-escalate the situation? Well, to be honest, um, for a client to get to the point where they're walking out, obviously you've no control of what the person decides, but I'm more curious what happened before it got to that point. Because Toby, even while he was sitting there and they were waiting for Kate, she's literally just sitting there. She could have asked him a question, become curious. I would have been curious about how he's processing what's going on. You could tell it was bubbling up. I would be asking questions like, Toby, what's going on for you right now as you're waiting for Kate? Is this reminiscent of other areas in you all's relationship? What do you feel like you don't think Kate understands about what lateness represents for you as far as the relationship? You know, so like those process questions. When, ah, but look, they, this is the thing too. I will say when Kate came in again, uh, the therapist, in my opinion, should have continued with the process. So to allow them to see how what just happened, I would freeze them in time. Okay, let's freeze this right now. I would not allow them to talk to each other because that's going to actually escalate. I'd have each one talk to me, but I'm asking process questions. So then they're not just talking about the lateness, but what that lateness represents. Yes. So I think they would have got further. Um, now. Uh, honestly, this is just me. I do feel like sometimes there are some therapists do not know how to really work with couples. And I think it deals with our own issues when it comes to conflict. So for that therapist, if I was her supervisor, I would be curious about how she deals with conflict because she may be someone who freezes. And let's just say she did a really good job showing what freezing <laughs> looks like in the, in the face of conflict. That's she did a good job with showing that. Oh. Um, she didn't say a word. She was a stone, <laughs> baby. But I bet she said something about that payment. Well, now that Toby left, how do we do payments today? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine she's a card on file or? <laughs> okay, oh, and let me say this too. Let me, let me back up because you, you did a really good job explaining that. And I feel like the, the term expert is used very loosely in our society. Mm. And listen, my my lovely sister will never toot her own horn, but guess who will? <laughs> That's what's um, so Christine, I refer to her as an expert because not only is she a licensed marriage and family therapist, and she's been a licensed marriage and family therapist uh, for years and years, but she's also been a supervisor and she's been teaching doctoral students who want to become a licensed marriage and family therapist for, I want to say 15 years. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. About 15 years. And so, so she teaches doctors how to be in therapy sessions. So that's why her answer was so lovely. Aww, and so she's a true expert. So, um, so I'll be referring to her about these, um, things. And let me tell you this, you made a good point when you were telling us about what you would have done differently in that therapy session, you said you would be curious to know what had happened before yes. that therapy session? Well, they showed us what happened before. Mm. Before that therapy session, it was the birthday party. Mm. It's the birthday party. They're all sitting around and um, and they're all sitting around. And she's like, oh my gosh, I love my job. You know, mm. we were all thinking Backstreet Boys. He was like, well, that would be great if your job paid something. Yes, it is. This is in front of her mom. Well, first of all, Ooh. it's in front of her. It's just disrespectful yes. to her. Yes. But what amplified it was... Um, 
the fact that it was in front of her mom, her twin brother, you know, his girlfriend. Her, I mean, literally everybody who's important to her is in that room. And you basically just said that she has no value mm. in what she's saying. And I just was like, it, it just, so basically it's showing us how he's harboring that resentment yes. of making the sacrifice. So he may have made the sacrifice to move back to LA, mm. but he reminds her of it. I feel like every second. Ooh, so it's like, you should have stayed yeah, over yonder. Over yonder, <laughs> but you're right because that took the whole air out of that room. You can see everybody oh. was like, Whoop. "Oh, it was so painful to watch." And then he tries to backtrack, like, "Oh no, it's not about you. It's about the job." No, sir, that's about my passion, what I love. And remember, this is not his first time doing that in front of them. Remember, at the yep. anniversary, he made a comment like that, and so you could tell for Kate, it just got to the point where it was too much. And I think sometimes she would just try to ignore, try to ignore, but this time she stepped away. And went into a room, a bedroom. Oh, she couldn't and hold it. She, she literally had it. an egg in her throat. Like yes. if she would, like she was gonna cry. Like she had yes. to step away. And so, of course, her brother, her twin brother, comes yes. to her, um, comes to comfort her. And you know, that's when you know, that's when you know it's so that it's over. When people start saying, I mean, I'm not saying this about y'all. Right. <laughs> I'm not saying this about y'all, but. If it does go that way, you all do divorce. <laughs> if if anyone ever tells you that, it may right. be time. Pack your bag. It, it may, like you said, only you know, but it yeah. may be toxic. So um, so yeah, he was like, "You'll be fine," you know, like he's trying to be that flash forward for her to let her know yeah. this is not your end. This is only, like you said, this is you know a lifetime. So um, so anyway, so I thought that was but real quick. I, I really love that moment because her back was to the door, and. In that moment, I was thinking, like, who does she think it is? Was she thinking it's Toby? Is she thinking it's Kevin? And to me, when she turned on, she was almost, to me, relieved it wasn't Toby. Like, who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and she was relieved it wasn't her mom. Yes, that's true. That's a good yes. point. Yep. Or baby Jack. I mean, it could have been anybody. I know. And so that was the best option because you don't want to yeah. cry. And, and you really, you don't want anyone to see your open wounds yeah. because it's already painful. So yeah. that's why, and I've been a Toby fan these last, I've been really empathizing with him because um, yeah. I was really happy of his, you know, success and him finding himself. Yeah. But, but honestly, this episode, I was like, oh, Toby, now I see why you're getting that, you know, so much hate. <laughs> because I couldn't I, I couldn't stand with him on this one and honestly that's why it's important even though you're in a marriage and you want to see that marriage succeed like you know you have to choose yourself a lot of times if you think that it's going to cause resentment mm, that's you, good. you can't ever do something and say I'm doing this for the marriage and you better that's appreciate good. it because you don't have control over the other person that's on good. how they're going to show appreciation to you so if you do something and you have to have appreciation for it don't do it that's good. And then it brings, it begs the question, are you really doing something advantageous for the relationship if it's at a sacrifice for you? You know what I mean? Because if you have to squelch who you are, your passion and your dreams, how can that feed and be generative in a relationship? You know, so. Exactly. That yeah. is so true because that's what they always, you know, a lot of times these things get stuck into cliches. Like yeah. you have to be whole in order to be a part of someone yeah. else or, you know, all these different things. But that really is true. If, yeah. because he really was he was his best self is how he yes, described true. himself um in san francisco is it san diego or san francisco yeah yeah he was his best self in san francisco and he basically had to dim his light yeah, in order that's true. to appease his marriage or what he thought but 
it typically I really am like I, I love when married couples live, you know, coexist or cohabitate. But in this situation, you know, being able to see it in hindsight, how it plays out, I really think they would have been better living in two different cities. Because different churches call for different things because she needed to be in LA and he needed to be there because to come here and come here begrudgingly, it, it just, yeah. it, it didn't end well for them. So anyways, but, but yeah, so that was, that was a really special, special moment. So, so far we know we don't like the counselor. We love right. the twin connection. <laughs> Let's keep this party moving. <laughs> but you know what I did like? So as they're trying, um, the therapist, one thing she did do, I'm not going to go, you know, so she too much analysis. and she could do what else? <laughs> <laughs> well, she did something which we call first order change, which is like, if, if someone's going through a lot or something, you say, oh, maybe it'll help to take a walk or to do this, where that may not really be the impetus for like long lasting change, but it may be something that makes people feel better or something they can attend to right now. It's not always a bad thing, but it's not usually like, you know, um, a key focus sometimes but anyway she's like well when's the last time y'all had dinner together now what yes. I did like about that you could tell they were very intentional Kate went and got on her pretty dress the one that she knew totally like you could see her in the mirror doing the makeup uh they set the dinner and what I did like the therapist probably didn't mean for this but they actually connected clowning the therapist like I love Toby's joke like he was like so um Kate how do you feel about how Toby feels that you feel right I thought yeah. that was cute you know I thought that was like a real moment of them like connecting over like they have spent so much time in the presence yes. of this but and I think it was just one of those moments where we're going to try our best and I told you that's how I felt even they were in San Francisco you could just tell they were having to try so much so they were like no we're not in their mind like we're not going to argue we're going to have fun okay Kate I'm going to smile okay I'm going to I'm going to tell a joke and it just felt so forced. And you could tell when you're doing that, that it's, it's going to get real at some point. And so not even two minutes into the dinner, they're going back to the same argument. Exactly. This time was a lot different because, and I did notice, I'm like, hold on, not Toby, watch the tone. So he got really loud and they're both yelling, trying to be heard. And then all of a sudden they hear baby Jack yelling from the other room. And you could tell it kind of like brought them into the moment of our son is hearing us yell at each other. But when they go in the bathroom, baby Jack was having, I guess his own fun <laughs> in the bathroom and he had dropped his toy in the toilet. So for him, that was his emergency. But I think it was symbolic of what are we really forcing our kids to live through as far as yeah. the pain and the trauma of us arguing, not getting along and all of that exactly no that was that was it. but you know what you did this argument was different because he really came for father jack yes you're right that's the first time i've ever heard him do that it was excessive Ooh. well you say excessive but i don't know i don't know he had some points though no, I'm for real. If you go back to when they first started dating, remember she had his urn on her fireplace in yes. her apartment or, or her, she did. where she was living. And you could tell it kind of freaked him out. And she talked so much about her father. And you, we could tell that she had that wall built up that he really had to penetrate because she said, no one can compare to my dad. So I yes. think he had some valid points. And so his issue is, and I'm not saying that she put that on him because she was looking like, what, my daddy? Yeah. But I think he, from his perception, he may feel like he could never measure up, not just because of Kay, but how they all, you know, have really 
put Jack Pearson Sr. like on a pedestal, you know? So I, I kind of, yeah. I don't think he came about it the right way, but I could see how he could feel that way. No, that's, I mean, I can see how he could feel that way, but it's just like one of those things where you're just like in the background, like not now, this is not, this is like <laughs> retreat, like, no, <laughs> like he just kept going further and further. And so, um, cause I, but you know what, like, I know you said not now, like, that's why those things have to come out in those moments, because I was so happy to hear like, what is the real issue? You know what I mean? So for so long, it's like, well, what, cause you could just tell there was something else. It, to me, it wasn't always just the job with, um, Toby. So yeah. I was actually kind of relieved to hear, okay, this is his real issue. You know, mm -hmm. maybe true. this is his first time recognizing that I don't know, or maybe he never felt he could voice it, or that it was never the right time to say it. You know? Yeah, that, that's true. Because when, because even if you're, there is never a right time to say. Right. You're comparing me to your, you know, deceased father. You're right. There's never a right time. But, um, but I will say, yelling it is kind of right. you know adds to the drama of it all. But, but yeah. So I, um, but I will say, the writers do an incredible job Ooh. of their argument scenes. Ooh. you know because I've seen arguments on TV where I'm like I feel like you know you kind of tell it's kind of scripted like they have to get certain points right. in and but their arguments are like perfect I mean it's like it looks so real and they also are very intentional about what they say you know I don't know it's just I, I really I really it, listen whoever the writers are they have been married before right <laughs> been married before and possibly divorced um <laughs> but but yeah, so I really, um, I really like that. And then um, Baby Jack is just that the absolute, he's, he's absolutely the best. And not to mention his sister got some shine this episode. Oh, I know. I'm so happy to see her. I kind of like the writers listen to our show and they're like, okay, let's get this baby girl some screen time. Because <laughs> we were just talking about that. And then you're talking comes. about it. We are just talking about it. And then, you know, I remember I saw this um, thing about uh, date night rules. And like on date night, it's kind of like when you meet people, you know, don't talk about politics or religion or whatever, yeah. but it's like date night rules. And I forget what all they were, but it was basically like, um, you know, avoid talking about like stressors and things that argument, like literally get to know the person. So mm. I think anytime like you're, and, and I remember reading that, I was like, oh, because, you know, when you're first dating, you know, people are always like, oh, I want to be like how it was at the beginning, you know, how you treated yeah. me when you were trying to, when you were trying to get me. And that's true. When you're dating you want to get to know the person like oh you know what do you like about your job and you know you're yeah. asking all these get to know you questions but then when you get married you're not trying to get to know the person you're trying to like figure out life like let's see how mm. we're going to get through all of these life endeavors and That's so true. I think it's important to if you're having issues I would have advised them when you all do this date night get to know your wife because she's a totally different person than when you got to know her That's back true. when so get to know her and you need to yeah. ask stop probing questions and she needs to do the same to you yeah. and um and don't talk about any yeah issues. so I thought that should have been the directions to go along with the day that's true that's true and I think that's such a good point um and see for me you would tell they they may have even consciously or subconsciously thought that like let's just have fun let's just connect but it comes out so seamlessly because life is ever present. So yeah. you could tell, even when she was getting ready, Kate heard Haley crying. And you can tell she's like, no, no, Kate, don't go in there. No, Kate, it's a different night. No, Kate, we're gonna... But you could tell all her trying to hold Betty, it had to come out. But she was like, well, didn't you read the story? And she wasn't even trying. That's the thing. I really believe both have the best intentions. She really yeah. was, in my opinion, trying to come for him and how he did the bed night routine. But 
she just has this knowing that she does love this book at this point. So I think the some of the issues are um, in paralysis as far as like, she, he's gonna have to find his own way how he does things as a father and she's gonna do her things as a mom. But I think, you know, both of them have this capital T truth of like, no, this is how it's supposed to be. Um, so yeah, I think that, and I, you know, I think we've all been in a situation where you're like, no, we're going to just have a great night. And then you talk about the one thing you don't want to talk about with the person that you're upset with or whatever. Uh, so I thought that was very, for real, very realistic. And, and, and this is what I love about the, the writers. After they show him <clears throat> completely showing his behind, talking about the daddy and just really carrying on. I love how they go to him trying to coach the husband about don't yell at my kids the future husband the boss. <laughs> like I know this may sound silly coming from me but yes, it is. don't yell at my kids <laughs> and don't yell in front of my kids let me tell you how I had a newfound respect for Philip baby Philip came in I don't even know what Brit a lot of British men drink I'm gonna guess Guinness I think that's a German beer but I don't know but what I like about him he was like I'm setting the tone. He said, I ordered you a beer, I got you Guinness. Basically, I don't care if you, if that's you drinking now, that's what we finna drink. But he did it in such a way, as far as like holding the conversation with um, Toby, he held his own. He did. But to me, the line where he got him, Toby was like, well, I'm sure you've heard all these negative things about me. Philip said, mm, not at all. I've heard great things. And to me, that set, set such a great tone of what we're not gonna do is go yeah. back and forth about what had happened with y'all. That's in the past. We wish we, Kate and I, <laughs> wish you well. <laughs> yes, it was we. beautiful. I thought it was amazing. I love it. And that. I love that even though um, the husband didn't take that bait, Toby was like, well, <laughs> since you're proposing, let me tell you about how we ended. Yes. <laughs> this is not about Toby. We're not going down this road. Yeah. He didn't mm -mm. care. He was like, let me tell you how I lost yes. it. So I thought that was really kind of, it was just really good imagery of showing you yes. how she was moving on yes. and he was stuck and yes. so I was just like oh wow but it, like I said I really that, that was a good situation yes. like, that was a good meetup I like how they cut out the small talk I've never enjoyed small talk um mm -hmm. so I love how he cut it out and he's like let's yeah. get let's get to it and so um so yeah so I thought that was a, a really good meetup and I don't know I don't know when the first date took place but we got to talk about this first date with Ooh. this husband but before we move from the bar, what I love is because the uh, because Philip was, in my opinion, vulnerable in a way that made sense. Where he's like, "No, I really care about her. I care about your kids. I, I'm I feel privileged to be able to help raise them." Like he he honored like you're their father. Um, but what I also like, he was vulnerable enough to uh, like with the football game to be like, "Okay, I don't know what's going on." Where he didn't have to feel like he had to act like he knew everything or whatever. Because uh, Toby even realized like, "Oh, you don't know this part of her that I know." And I think it like helped them to connect in their own way where he's like, well, let me help you out here as far as learning the game of football, because since Jack, uh, not Jack, Toby knows how much Kate, of course, loved her father and his love of football. He almost wanted to say, this is a way that you can help love Kate in this way, yeah. as far as knowing something that's important to her family. So I really thought that was a really nice moment for sure. No, that, that was good. I, um, I thought that they were both really respectful of each other yeah. and also it gave us hope for how their co-parenting relationship yes. is going to look like so and then and then it's good too that he was that Toby was able to do that because it's That's obvious true. that Toby is at a point to where he's still broken 
Yes. And so brokenness can come out a lot of different ways. That's so true. I was proud of Toby because we've seen some of his outbursts. I was proud of Toby that he didn't make those under comments that are below the yes. belt. Yes. Um, you know, like she's your problem now or just something. Yeah. Ugly. So I was happy that he took the high road as much as he could, but he did have to get in his little memories about his own marriage. But you know what? I think what really shook Toby, I think this whole time he was like, oh, she need me. She ain't going nowhere. She ain't going nowhere. Yeah. So then once Kate skipped in happy, you know, for that last meeting, it was ready. It was, uh, Kate got to sign in, honey. This is after the first date with the new man. Honey, she's signing. You could tell Toby was like, he literally begged. He was like, no, we can make this work. We can do this. Um, and so what happened, there was one evening when Toby brought um, the kids back from his place. He had moved to his own apartment um, back to the house they shared where Kate and the kids were living. And they take um, baby Jack, who had fell asleep, to his bed. Well, as they're laying him down, baby Jack wakes up and he's like, oh, y'all are both together. And so in that moment, this is right when they're doing the mediation, like they're in the final stages of the divorce. He, in my opinion, this is one of the first times we see him like show his hand yeah. and like really kind of let down some of the defenses. And he's like, I don't want to be alone. That's the first time I've heard him say that, you know, since he's been this new Toby, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to um, be away from the kids half of their life. And he's just like, I think we can make it work. And so to me, that also pointed out the point of, sir, if you have been able to connect with this before you thought I was gone, maybe the story would be different. Exactly. Like Kate was done. Yep, Kate was done. Yeah, she was, because he, she's been, I mean, how did you just come to this now? I think that he yes. said we're signing our papers in two days or something like right. that. And here he is saying, we don't have to sign. Like, let's just right. make it work. And I, and I kind of, like a piece of me, especially for baby Jack, which is what people always say because of the kids, you know, I just really kind of wanted Kate to cave. Like, yeah, like, oh, minute, I think yeah. Toby really changed. Because, you know, I, I do. I love Toby. And I love them together. I love Katobi. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know, but I, I, I appreciate her sticking to her guns. True. And I appreciate the writers that it was um, where he was begging for her. Yes. Not only because yes. she's a woman. Um, also because she's overweight because you know so many times we want to make it like oh it's about looks it's about size it's about gender and they flipped the whole script like yeah. he was begging for her that's back true. and a lot of times that's reality so I was glad that she um she was you know she was set in her decision yeah. and she was not going to be weighed because she knew what it looked like she remembered those birthday parties and Ooh. anniversary parties and she was like if you didn't respect me then don't respect me now and I mm. feel like that's what I kind of heard her saying um but um and she did say she said you're we're both doing better because we're happy yeah and, and it seemed like true. it was a mirror conversation to the conversation they were having when they were in San Francisco where we're apart but we're better yeah and that's, that's what she real. was saying it's happening again I'm happy and she so was, yeah. um and he, he did really well I mean when he got his apartment you know he was like I love beige you know it was so plain he wasn't gonna have a woman's <laughs> touch but he was like I like how he said I went ahead and I modeled his room oh, to yeah. make it like his other room I thought that was really really kind you know just showing that he's adapting and he's learning about his son's disability yeah. and you know he wants to you know be a, a strong support system for his family so I thought that was really good that he modeled his um apartment after yeah. her house to make it easy that for the babies nice. um but anyways but she's she stuck to her guns and um also I have to applaud them for doing mediation 
I know. Yeah. I was so happy to see that. I remember when I was um, taking family law in college, I remember I learned about mediation. I didn't even really know about it. And they were like, oh yeah, you can become a certified mediator or, you know, whatever the term is. And it was just like, wow, it costs how much? I mean, cause people spend so much money yeah. on divorce That's when true. it's one of those things where at the end of the day, you can just decide it yourself and sign off. So That's I was true. really proud that not only did they go to mediation, but they stuck through it and saw it all That's the way true. through. Um, but anyway, so, Look, so you know, that's a great point because that's what I also love about this show. It's helping so many people in so many different ways. There may be a couple that's like, okay, that's us. And they may decide, okay, what's mediation to look into it, you know, yeah. and save their family so much money. So I just, I do love how progressive the show is that it, I, I believe it's helping like so many people and like just in ways you may not even think, you yes. know, on the surface. Yeah. I totally agree because also there may be a spouse out there that's like, right now I'm being a Toby. Yeah. And I don't want to fast forward and that's I'm begging true. in the kitchen for my wife not to sign Ooh. the papers tomorrow. That's so, true. you know, and it, you know, so like they say, we can just change one life and baby, they change their lives. That's true. So, um, so yeah, that was, oh my, oh, but they get, oh no, but the, the best part though is after they sign these papers and, and not many words are said, they sign their papers with their mediator. When they get on the elevator, what song is playing? And <laughs> yes, I will always love you by Whitney Houston, a timeless, timeless song. And um, I just thought that was so fitting because that is like I feel like the Lord has a sense of humor all the time. Yes, for sure. Because that's I can't think of a better song that could have been playing. Like that was perfect, and they just laughed. I like, does the mediator set the uh, playlist? <laughs> That would be funny if she always plays that after people sign their divorce papers. <laughs> that would be hilarious. But but yeah, no, I thought that was so good. And it was good to see them laugh together. Yes, and yep. I remember one time on social media, I saw this picture of this couple that took a divorce selfie on their final divorce day. And they were like, we want to make this a trend. This a trend that we're still able to be in a photo smiling together post-divorce. Mm, and good. um and you know because we have children and we're going to continue yeah. to be family, but we're now divorced and they were happy in the picture and they're like we got the papers done and and there were so many comments that were like divorce shouldn't be celebrated all kinds of stuff yeah but I thought it was totally beautiful um and so I kind of felt like that was kind of their divorce selfie by you know kind of yeah. having where they laughed after a divorce no, that was good. And what I like, it's like in that moment, you can tell like after they sign the papers, you go into these prescribed narratives. Okay, this is a sad, somber day. Okay, let me go in this elevator. We're not going to speak, you know, without thinking we go into these roles. And what I like, it like broke that monotony. They are, it's not just a little chuckle. They are like gut belly laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just so funny. And it was just like you said, so good to see them turn towards each other in laughter. But what was interesting, then they get off the elevator. So they were like enjoying that moment together. Like, oh, that's kind of how we used to be laughing and just kind of cutting yeah. up. Then they get out the elevator. You can tell they go right back into that. Okay. It's almost like, where do we go from here? And, the, and I love just, I'm no director, but I thought it was so beautiful. Like the angle they're at, you can see them literally walk their separate ways. Yeah. I thought it was just such like, I just loved how they had that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it's true. Like you're literally is- walking your separate way to your new chapter. They walk their separate ways, but then they end up together. Did you notice that? Remember, that's when they talk to each other the day they divorce. Oh, I didn't even notice that. They, they sure walk their separate it. ways, but end up together. And that's how it is. In divorce, a lot of yeah. times, especially when you're divorced Ooh. with children, 
you're walking your separate ways, but you're going to end up together. Y'all both got to go to the soccer game. Yeah. Or in this case, y'all both got to go to the concert to hear the baby yeah. sing. So, yeah, that's so, deep. That's that, deep. I, didn't, I didn't even pick up on that. That's good. Yep. And that was when she told him what we were waiting to find out from that first scene. So remember, this yep. is the day of the divorce. And so flashing back, um, in the beginning of the episode, we're at Kate's wedding to Philip. Toby calls and you could tell it's like the conversation of, oh, I don't know if I should be calling you, but I want to congratulate you, recognize you in your new chapter. But he says, I now understand what you told me the day we got divorced. So now we're at that moment. And what she tells him is, this is not the end of our story. Because one thing he said when they were in um, the kitchen, when he was begging for her to stay with him, he says, Okay, this is not how our story ends. I don't want our story to end like this. You know, we've just gone through too much. It just, it, it cannot end like this. It should not end like this. And then what she says on the steps of the mediator's office is, I want you to know, Toby, that this is not the end of our story. This may be the end of our marriage, but our story is going to live on. And in the moment, it was nice, but what really made it so beautiful is because we have looped in a few more scenes that we got to get to. Yes. And the first one is that first date with Philip. So oh as goodness. she's on the steps about to leave from this chapter of her life with Toby, she gets that text. Yes. And the text is from the new boom. Yes. Philip <laughs> says, it's like, you know, right on time. Hey, you want to go to Koreatown? You want to grab some drinks? And I love that because to me, that just speaks to like the lightness of her new chapter. Like I'm sure yeah. she was feeling, you know, so many different emotions. And here is an invitation for her to just go and have fun with a friend. Exactly. And then, and then also, did you notice that um, at some point, Toby makes the the comment that, you know, it's, it's hot out here. It's a scorcher. He uses the word, it's a scorcher. Like yeah. it's so hot out here. Like, you know, hurry up. And I was thinking, why don't y'all just step inside the building and have this conversation? But they chose to stand outside. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so then, and I guess Toby was making the point, this is going to be quick. Cause remember, you don't want me no more. Yeah. And anyways, when she gets with the new boo, he says, it's a scorcher. Did mm -hmm. you get that? They both yep. use that term. So it was a really hot day. And it's so, it's so interesting how, People can tell you the exact same thing Ooh. and you take it totally different ways. Uh -oh. That's true. So, um, but yeah, so they both were like, it's a scorcher. So it was a hot, hot day. And honey, they found reprieve uh, in the karaoke. They did. And it was so cute because we learned why that song meant so much. Because in one of the very first scenes, they're at their engagement party and Kate is called up to the stage. And so she gets to the, there's a microphone set up. You can tell she's getting ready to sing. And then she calls up Philip, and Philip's looking like, what? So my question was, well, Philip, why are you so nervous? Y'all do this with the kids. Exactly. But he, he kind of goes up and he's smiling. And they you think they're gonna do like a really sweet romantic song, but they do that, uh, I get knocked down, but I get up again. But they're really <laughs> feeling it. He's on the keys, she's on the mic, and you can just tell they're just so happy and so light. So now the moment that we're talking about with the karaoke, they're in Koreatown. And he's like, I just wanted to find a way to cheer you up. And so they are doing karaoke and that's the song that he puts on. And yeah. so you can tell first she's like, um, okay. But then it becomes such a moment. They're looking at each other and he like lets loose. He's just having a good old time. He's in his element. And so you could just tell like, even though that was supposed to be 
one of the most, and I'm sure it was one of the most painful days of her life. She also had such a beautiful memory of starting that connection I'm in a more intimate way with Philip, you know? So that's yes. why I think the song carried on. But then it had like such a beautiful meaning. Like Kate got back up again. Let me tell you that. It took no time. No time at all. <laughs> and I mean, it was, it was so cute too, because I like that the producers did make it to where immediately, you know, they're singing and having a good time. Like at first it was really awkward. Like, okay, I get knocked down, yes. you know? And then she kind of had to build up to it. But, you know, of course that's both their love language because they're music teachers. Yeah. So it was like, when they hear that, when the beat drop, a music teacher <laughs> is going to eventually get into it. So I thought that was <clears throat> a perfect, um, you know, first little date. And, um, then you know they go to the mariachi restaurant yeah and that was so special because it was like i love again it was that awkwardness because it has to be awkward because this is a co-worker yeah that's trying to change his title in your life and you're like mm. and when people try to get out of their role in your life it's very uncomfortable that's true because you have them typecast so then um i love when she goes outside and she tells him well, well no it's like a yeah so she so they touch hands and I remember yeah. when they touch hands and they look up at each other because um, he was like, I'm uncomfortable. Everybody's looking at me. And she touched his hand and she's like, and they look at each other. And I remember my mom was like, honey, what's wrong with her? And I was like, mom, she has never touched like another man like that mm, or looked at another man like that. Like this, you know, this is the moment. So she goes outside and I just love that because they really don't address her weight a lot, which I really do enjoy because yeah. she's so much more than that. But a lot of yeah. times with TV, that's such a focal point. And yeah. so, but I love that she told him in that moment, okay, your other wives look like, you know, your other wife looks like a model, you Real know, wh what do you want with me? Like, like, what, what is your, what are your intentions? I don't have yeah. time to waste because I have two children, you know, I'm spending, I'm getting a babysitter for this. Like, what is it? Right. And, <laughs> and I was really thinking like, dang, you know, that's a hard question on a first date. That's you true. can't say, oh, my intentions are to make you my wife. Like, right. Like, I want to get to know you. But then it's like, well, that seems like that's not good enough for her because, She's really yeah. calling me. So I thought his answer, baby. Ooh, wee. Mm. Now that was a story. Oh, Philip, Philip, Philip. You know, the reason I love this moment is because no matter what we try to say, all of us make assumptions about other people. Yes. And I made assumptions about Philip. I thought, okay, he all right. You know, it was just my assumption was just okay. He probably is just, you know, nice little music teacher, not that emotionally, you know, connected to himself, just kind of living his life. That's just I just didn't think too much about Philip, honestly. Honey, <laughs> Philip shared so much in that moment with Kate. And one thing I want to just back up real quick to. When they were sitting there and the mariachi band played, he shared, I, I get social anxiety. But what I liked is like he stayed in that moment with Kate and Kate's the one that actually said she needed a break. And yeah. she needed a break um, just because you can tell she's getting overwhelmed. Like, what does this mean and all that? So they're having a moment. And just like you said, she really is like, let's get to the real of it. Like, well, that's really good. Cause now think about it, they talk. And what I love, they really are friends. So I'm sure even at school and, they probably talk in the hallway between classes, what have you. They've really, you know, built a friendship. You can tell she's like, I know you're, you know, I, I like you, but I don't know what you really want from me. And then what he shares, and she's like, she asked him, I love how she's just so frank. She's like, what do you want with me? Yeah. And so he shares that he's like, you're not the only one that's um, gone through a divorce. He's like, I'm also divorced. 
And he shared that um, his wife was visually impaired. So of course with that, I know my heartstrings are tugs. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, that's a different knowing about her relationship with Jack, right? Being yeah. in a relationship with someone who's visually impaired. So I'm already like, okay, Philip. Then he shares that, you know, they really, uh, he and his ex or his former wife, they went through so much around fertility that they really, you know, wanted a child. They tried IVF. It just wasn't happening. They had done three rounds and you could tell a lot had been centered on children, wanting children. But remember that was the same with uh, Kate and Toby. They really wanted kids and really struggled. So I'm like, there's so many parallels to their lives that I hadn't even thought. I forgot about that. That's true. Yes. So then he shares that they got to the crossroads because they had spent so much money and time. And I was, you know, share as someone who has dealt with infertility, it is all encompassing. It's draining. And it does, it just strains every area of your life. And so he shared that like they went through three cycles of IVF. And for those who may not know, that's in vitro fertilization. And it's a process where you, where the, um, the egg and the sperm are um, actually fertilized out, the eggs fertilized outside of the body and then placed into um, the woman. And the hope is that it'll take and that she can carry um, the baby to conception or to um, full term to delivery. Well, there's failed three times, but IVF usually costs between 25 and 50,000 around. So they had done three rounds already. And so he was saying we were depleted, not just financially, but emotionally every way. And so she wanted to do another round. He told her like, I just, I cannot. And so she said, well, if you're not willing to do that, then I have to go. And so then she went and decided to stay with her mother. So she's packing up her stuff and then she leaves. And he said within five minutes. Wait, he didn't even oh, tell her oh. bye, remember? He said, I didn't even tell her bye. Oh, I might've missed that. Yeah, he was basically saying we were at such odds. I, I called a cab and I didn't even tell her bye. And I thought like, like at the time when he said it, it was like, you know, sometimes you be sorry for people to go, honey. I ain't right. gonna tell you bye. You know right. what I'm saying, go. And so it was like, okay, that's a relatable thing he said, but then go ahead. Woo! Then within five minutes, the woman was killed by a drunk driver. And I, when I tell y'all that moment got me, I'm like, oh my, and you could tell Kate, like it just, it took her breath away. Yeah. Um, and so he said, so bringing this to you, the reason why I love being with you is because you make me happy. I've been trying to find happiness since then. And with you, I'm happy. And I thought to me, like the most complex things are so simple. Like his answer yeah. is because you make me happy. And I thought it was just such a beautiful moment. And you could tell it really resonated with Kate. Like, okay, well, I got my answer. <laughs> oh, listen, it shut it down. And he went right in for the kiss. Yes, because he already knew yes. he shut it down. That was a mic drop. It- <laughs> and the thing about it is I was so happy he shared that background because yeah. imagine if he would have only said, because you make me happy. Yeah, he would have pounced on him and said, "Why well, make you happy today?" But tomorrow, that's my true. son's gonna be screaming, and then my daughter, yeah. is, you know, like happiness is fleeting. So I thought it, it added so much more depth to his answer of "You make me happy" by giving all that background. And then also, I was really taken aback because I remember whenever he was having an argument with his um his I thought it was his wife. I thought that was his ex-wife that he was having an argument with him in his office when Kate walked in and was oh, listening yeah, the girl, to their right. argument. So when he said, um, he said, oh, when he told this story, I was so confused. I don't know if that's the wife or that was a no, girlfriend. No, I think that was a girlfriend. 
okay okay but but anyway so so I, that's why this whole story just took me on a whirlwind because the only person we've known him with is that one argument that he had at the oh, office yeah, that, that would have been a mess oh gosh well who knows that could have been the wife though because that could have been an argument they had no but i think he would have shared with kate he wasn't married when he came on yeah when she got there because she okay, he would have okay. shared that with kate that the you know she would kate would have been involved at the surfaces. oh that's true because she would have been at the surfaces but yeah, yeah okay so you're right because she was totally shocked by the story just like we were so you're right she wasn't um a witness to that but but yeah so he totally i think he captured all of our hearts with that story because he's right he's like i don't wear my emotions on my sleeve i don't yeah. go around talking about it and i guess that was kind of like kind of to her because i guess she goes you know telling you know, she confides in him mm -hmm. a lot kind of shows she confides in him and so which is good that means like he's kind of her safe space if she's confiding in him but he's like i don't talk about it but i've been through yeah. some some mess and so at that point you know he had our hearts because i was kind of thinking how are they going to develop this relationship and this many episodes remaining mm, that's to true. where we are happy at this wedding yes. you know we need to be put but after that i was like Woo! i'm pulling for this wedding <laughs> they but had me think about it lives. i'm also pulling for this family so he's had a dream for children his wife was visually impaired so now to be with a woman who has two children and one is visually impaired i just think that's such a like a god wink of like you know yes. your stories intertwine in a way that is just beautiful so I'm really excited for them. So I love that moment. Yeah, it ended with a kiss. And you could just tell in that moment, they they really just, everything needed to be said was said. And exactly, heard, you know? exactly. And not to mention too, I'm sure, and I don't know what their, what it was surrounding that, but not only is one child visually impaired, the other child is adopted. Yeah. So I think, I'm sure they had probably maybe talked about adoption. And then also not to mention, it's one of those things to where it's not like, she's like, well, you know, I know because, you know, it's, it's one of those things where he's like, this is our family. Like, I feel so connected to these yeah. children. So, so anyway, so, and then, then we know that because we go to her proposal, right? Her proposal's name. Oh my gosh. And that, it was the same table oh. where her proposal took place. Oh, I didn't put that together. Yes, wow. she kept that same That's table. True. And um, but this time the kids are at the table. And again, Haley gets some screen time. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, um, right before we get to the actual proposal. Okay. One of my favorite moments was right before then. He's in the room getting his pep talk from Baby Jack. And Baby Jack is the one to do a pep talk. And he was like, she's gonna, it's gonna be good. Like, so he can say he's in there and uh, he's, Baby Jack's almost like, are you ready? Okay, let's do it. It's gonna be good. So I thought that was just such a beautiful moment between him and Baby Jack before he goes in. You can tell they had really put in some prep. So, sorry. And I didn't even recognize Baby Jack. When they were talking oh, yeah. on the bed, I was like, who is that? Oh yeah. Like I was really confused. And because Baby Jack, typically when they cast, the person looks identical throughout yeah. their whole life. Like Kate throughout her whole life. This Baby Jack is very different. Mm. then grown jack and baby jack like i i don't know that, that this is uh, yeah i was very surprised by this baby jack I, I don't think he resembles them as much but anyways so yeah that was a cute pep talk and um and it was cute how he did it you tell he was so nervous yes and you could tell that this is just their normal you know they're just you know having dinner with the kids like they just it's great yeah. and he probably gets down on one knee and she is totally shocked yes and wait a second, I'm trying to think, how did Toby propose? Do you remember? I don't remember how Toby proposed. Maybe we didn't see it. We I'm had sure to have we seen did. it. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Y'all are going to have to write us and tell us if y'all remember how Toby proposed. But anyways, but yeah, so the proposal was perfect. And I love that he included the kids. 
Yes. With their little signs. So cute. So cute. That reminds me of your proposal, Christine. Oh. Christine got proposed to in um in Vegas at the Bellagio Fountain. Yeah. And her uh husband had all of us have these signs and it was it was so cute i just i think a proposal with signs is like tv like and they weren't um, any signs i mean they were i mean it looked like it was diamond encrusted it was like a big diamond ring it was nice it was it was really nice yeah because the first one started with um on it was the day we met june um 12 2011 i met an angel so it was really sweet. And then it went, and then my mom had the last sign that said, will you marry me? So it was really beautiful. Yeah. It was. So, and what I love in that moment, it just felt so redeeming for Kate. Like, oh, Kate, you do have your happy ending. Like you deserve all of this. Um, So I just was so happy in that moment. You just feel how happy they were. Yes. For sure. Um, And then they go into a montage of the post-divorce life between Kate and Toby. So this is the first time, y'all, we see Kate. She is she has gray hair. So so does Toby. So does Philip. Like you could tell that they um, are older in age. What do you think they are? Maybe in their are they in their fifties or sixties? Um, well, he's like twenty, so they're probably. I think they're probably like fifty. They don't look fifty. Yeah, but he, but they didn't have him. They weren't that old when they had him, though. How old they were they? Maybe they were. were. They're probably close to four. Remember, they're, yeah, they're like 38. 38. Oh, probably about 30, 39. You're right. Yeah, okay, they're, they're probably in their 60s. 60s. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. They had it when they were like 40. So are close to it. Yeah. yeah. So they're about 60 years old. And, um, and anyways, oh, yeah. And they did wait. We skipped it when Toby met his wife. Remember, we got to see Oh, I yeah. Knew? That was cute. That was cute. I love their little cute, like, tiny little, little jokes. And I love how she said, he said, um, he said, oh, this is a, isn't this a parfait day for a perfect day? And she was like, uh, but then she came back right at him. She's like, that's so vanilla. Yeah. I was, it was, like, that, that I was like, this is a perfect match. Perfect <laughs> match. Um, so I was really, um, happy to see that they both moved on. Cause you, to me, I would hate it for Kate to be living her life. And here he is always in the background, looking like a puppy dog. Like he's hoping that, you know, her and the man don't work out to get back with him. You know, this is, ooh, that story has been told, but yes. yeah, the, he, they're both you could tell happy in their relationships and they're happy with each other. Cause we also um, forgot to mention when the kids are still really young, one night uh, Toby's bringing the kids back and he's about to leave. And then Philip was the one like, Hey, you want to stay for dinner? And he like puts out a plate. Like we have an extra plate. And I thought Toby was going to say no, but he was like, sure. And I love that because it really spoke to their story continuing as Kate was able to already see um, long before this moment that they really did develop genuine friendships. And I think that's the beauty of Kate and Toby and uh, Philip and Kate. And it seems like Toby and his wife, that there are genuine friendships among them. You know, like they really do want the best for each other. And I think that really comes across. Yeah, no, that's true. And, and I think also like, you know, of course, you know, no one really plans for divorce. It's not the ideal situation, but I do think that, even Kate was able to find rest a little bit because remember she was always complaining about, you know, I have the kids all the time, you know, you don't know yeah. what's going on. And That's so true. now she's able to share custody in some form. Um, I'm not sure what they agreed on, but they're able to share custody and she's able to have that time to develop this new relationship. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. So I, I just thought that was, 
yeah, I, I think that's really important to also look at the positive side of things is not only is they're not arguing over the children, but you're able to find a little bit of rest, um, you know, in parenting when you're co-parenting. So, so yes, yeah, so I was, I was happy for their co-parenting situation. I think, and Philip made all the difference. He really yes. did. Yes. Yep. And so then we fast forward to when Jack is, he's not yet a superstar. You could tell he's like on his way. He's performing in like a mid-sized bar and all the parents are there as far as Kate, Toby, Philip, and then Toby's new wife. You can tell it's not a new wife now. They've probably been married maybe 15, 20 years by this point. Um, And then what I believe is baby Jack's wife is also there um, watching him perform. And I I think that's Haley. I don't think so. She looks nothing okay. like Haley, but I'm going to run it back again. We'll have to run it back. But what I love about the moment is, oh, I'm just happy to know Kate made it. Oh, I, I was know. so worried that she was going to um, die while Jake, Jack was a little a kid. Um, so I'm really happy to know that she was able to see him grow up at least to his 20s. Um, but because, you know, that's what I haven't seen her when he's a celebrity. But it seems like, you know, we know she's there um, while he's, you know, a young adult. And I'm also happy that his dad is there, Toby, because that would be, you know, sad if he also lost his dad early. So Toby's there. Well, we knew Toby's going to make it. He's there at the end of Rebecca. Yeah, life, but that's true. So, yeah. So I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful episode. I love it. Oh, well, we got to touch on. Oh, um, when one thing I was really happy that they touched on was Kevin, because I thought that if somehow she did go through with Elijah Madison if Madison went through with marrying Elijah I thought for sure Kevin was plotting like who am I going to marry like he was going to pick up the military girl you know Uh, I forget her name but he I thought he was just going to pick up somebody um because you know I have to be married now I have to make this perfect family and so I was so happy even though it seemed a little unstable with him dating all these girls from different commercials or fellow actors I I was happy that he didn't rush into a marriage Mm. um so so and I, and I think a lot of times people catch a lot of slack about dating while being single parents, but it's a means to an end. Like if yeah. you want to get married, you have to date. And That's I think true. it's, um, I think it's important to involve your children in that process. I mean, of course, you know, there's a balance <clears throat> to it, but I do think that, um, your kids do need to be a part of you dating because they're going to be a part of you marrying. Yeah. So you can't have one without the other. Um, but anyway, so I was happy that he didn't get married. That was my relief moment with him. Um, cause I well, don't think that Kevin's ready to get married. Well, right. So he hadn't got married yet. So at the end, the very future, um, synopsis, we know that he has a wedding ring on at the very end, right? I yeah. When he's at, thing. when he's at Kate's wedding, he has a wedding ring on, right? But we don't know. I think he does, but you know, oh, that's what I want to say. I don't think y'all peep this. When he is getting ready for his speech, it's clear he's in like his hotel room or whatever. And there's like makeup there because he goes to get his jacket out of the closet. Yeah. So he's definitely married. And my Not necessarily, thing, it could have been one of the girls from the condom commercial. Well, no, I thought he had a ring on. Oh, he may have had a ring. We need to know more. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to be knowing this show. We've been sleeping on the job. Okay, well- we know that well maybe he, he doesn't i don't know yeah we gotta i probably gotta run that back because we know for sure at rebecca's bedside he has on a ring so he eventually does marry um but i think what we're trying to figure out now is who does he marry because remember at um the engagement party sophie's on the scene because remember sophie and kate are friends from childhood they reconnected kevin's yeah. like oh i'm glad y'all reconnected and you can tell kate's looking like oh lord then here goes kate she's over there with her husband and he's like yeah i'm gonna go say hi exactly so, 
I don't know, but I feel like there was a point of them really showing us that. It could be that, you know, he's made his peace and moving on, but I don't know what that high is going to be. I don't know. Okay, I just thought about it. You're right. Okay, so we do know that Kevin is married at his mom's um, bedside when, you know, when she's older, but they don't show us his finger at the wedding. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's, yeah, we can clear that up. And then there was something where they were moved. What happened with, with Madison? She was in the room with Beth. And they're moving something and they say something about Kevin. It's like hmm. a, something laid over the chair and they say something about Kevin anyways, but it was something kind of like, oh, maybe this girl's going to stick or something. Oh yeah. And you know what? You're right. Because at the engagement party, he has the uh, state farm girl. So that means that, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's not staying. married. Okay. Gotcha. And maybe he was in one of the girls room getting his stuff. I don't know. Maybe they just, it was a wedding. So it could just been stuff different rooms. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought there was a point of them showing like just a brief little clip of that makeup being where he was, but who knows? Um, but yeah, so now do you think that he's going to end up with Sophie? No. Got you. I don't think he's going to end up with Sophie. I think it's out of, um, man, I forgot her name. I think it's out of I the girl, the girl, the military girl, but I don't think he's going to end up with her either. Because remember, they go into yeah. business together. True. So that could mean multiple things. I mean, Kate married her boss, but but um, I think it's going to be somebody we don't know, kind of how Toby did. Somebody brand new. Mm, or one thing I will say, um, I believe it was this episode, but I could be wrong. In the very, very beginning, when they are showing us like the previous scenes, they show different parts of Kevin too. And they show the, uh, I forget her name, but Beth's, is it her sister or her sister? Oh, Zoe. Zoe. yeah it's her cousin uh -huh. they show when zoe was leaving or something about the kid yeah so i don't know maybe zoe will could pop back up well you know what zoe could pop up now because remember zoe didn't want children mm. and now she never uh -oh. she never let us know if she didn't want to if she just didn't want to birth children right, or if right, she right. didn't want to raise children right so she may be open to now that you have your children right we're good. We we can get this going. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Now they're going to see each other at the wedding. You have to, you think, well, maybe she won't come to Kate's. Maybe she'll be at the wedding, at Kate's wedding. Her and Kate didn't really have a relationship. I don't think. I don't remember them. It was just her and Beth. That's true. But they're both act. I mean, they're both like in Hollywood type stuff. So I could see them. I think she's a writer or something. She's a producer or something. Yeah. So I can see them crossing paths again for sure. Um, and if he wants to cross paths with her, he can because he knows her cousin. Right. Um, but anywho, but yeah, so and who knows, maybe we're gonna flash to the engagement party and maybe she's gonna be there. Maybe. Because well, I don't know. I just said she's not that friend. I don't know, who knows? But I'm happy on what they're doing with Kevin. Me because too. he did Me not too. need a wife right away. He needed yeah. to get some more kind of healing and you know, I agree coming together before. But but yeah, overall they knocked it out of the park with this one, I think. Now the part that made me sad was in, towards the beginning of the episode when we see Rebecca and it's about six years, well, it's about six years later, I think around her engagement time. Um, because this is at the engagement party and Rebecca comes up and she's congratulating Kate and she's like, she can, first she's like, congratulations to you. And they're all like, does she know who that is? And then she's like, Philip. And she's really proud she um, was able to recall him. Yeah. But she looked, it was, you could tell she had that turn where she just looked so much older like she had really just been through the past few yeah. years so that was hard to see yeah no that that was that was hard to see and when we do the preview for next week um it was another turn because miguel is yelling miguel does not ever yell some kind of way i missed the preview oh no what, what happened in the preview for next week 
Listen, my feedback on our recaps are, can y'all watch the stuff? I know. <laughs> recaps on you ain't watch. Okay, right. but no, in the preview, ooh, ooh, let me try to remember. Um, In the preview, it's going to be the big day. That's what it's called. It's the mm-hmm. big day, and it is Kate and Philip's wedding. And um, and basically, he's talking to, is it Randall? Is it Kevin? He's talking to one of his sons, but basically, he's telling them, like, this is too much. And I don't know if he's talking about, and this is Miguel saying this, and mm-hmm. he's yelling at, at the wedding, it looks like. And I don't know if he's talking about the mom, or I don't know what's really going on. Yeah, so the whole thing is about the wedding next week. Um, and so we'll see how that, and I know I didn't do a good synopsis of that because I'm trying to remember what all the previous yeah. did. But overall, the next episode is the wedding and Miguel is kind of kind of getting some bass in his voice. And I'm like, Miguel, we don't know you this way. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, we were just starting to like you. <laughs> You're so silly. But well, you um, know what came to my mind the other day? So remember at Rebecca's bedside, Nikki is there. Yes. Now, when Randall comes in, Nikki does not move. He looks at Randall, Randall looks at him and says like, hi. Like they, you know, they barely want to speak. But then shortly later, Kevin walks in. Nikki gets up. They give a huge embrace. So I'm thinking something went down big. And what I mean is whatever happened either pushed Miguel out or maybe like I know we have some guesses. Maybe he um, is now deceased. But I think whatever happened, I think they decided... I don't know who decided it, but that Nikki may be the one to kind of guide the ship. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's Kate made the choice. I don't know. I don't know. But Nikki's going to step up in a big way. Um, You know what, though? That makes a lot of sense because they told us, you know, three episodes in a row that she was like, go live your life fearlessly and not Mm -hmm. worry about me. So if she wants to get continue to give them this level of comfort where they don't have to worry about her that would mean that she needs to make someone else the director of her care. So yeah. I could see it being Nikki because they got Nikki building houses. They got Nikki directing the care. <laughs> like Nikki has become part of the staff. No, but really, so I can see her doing that because they did um, develop a level of trust and uh, yeah. just, you know, when they were kind of like the trio with her, Miguel That's and Nikki. True. So I could see her passing the torch to, to him so that her kids don't have to carry that. Um so because that's a lot you know when you have to make decisions about your parents yeah it's much easier to have people making decisions for you once you get over you know okay they didn't choose me then it's I think it takes a burden off of you in the long run though so I think you're onto something with that one Christine yeah and the reason it just came to me is because I kept trying to go to that last scene like okay who's there who's not there especially now that I know Kate is older and they and they've already told us that uh baby Jack who's got to be in his 20s or 30s by now um is on he just says they're on their way so Toby says someone is it Kate now that we know she's older and maybe he maybe Toby's talking about Kate like I don't know if she wants me there I don't know um but what got me is remember Nikki loved his brother and there are so many things that he wasn't able to do and I think you know seeing his brother's family and you know now being a part of the family I could see him almost wanting to do it um for the sake of his brother also you know yeah so i could i, I think there's gonna be something big we know it's something big come we cannot just like with any family you can feel with something finna pop off you know you could just feel it it's in the air for sure it's probably gonna be the episode after next so i think next episode is gonna be really pleasant well we know miguel's gonna yell but i think overall it's gonna be pretty pleasant because they're gonna have a wedding but even yeah. she said everything's not gonna go perfect she did that's true so she's foreshadowing 
That's true. So I think it's going to be a perfect episode. And I think it's going to be right at the end of the episode. It's going to be like, kind of like the last wedding. Everything was going good at the last wedding. And then at the end, it was no wedding. It it didn't go so perfect. So I think it's going to be the same time, this same way this time where something's going to, I think they're going to get married, but something's going to happen at the end. And, you know, it's going to kind of set the tone for the rest of the season and answer all these questions. That's true. Um, But anyways, okay, so. So we got to end this party. So yes. who was your favorite um, character this week? And what was your favorite moment? Oh my gosh. Um, I, know that's I a hard have one. to say my favorite character. I'm going to go with Kate. I yes. just feel like she guided her own ship this week. She made it clear what she was going to, what she deserved, what she didn't deserve. She made the hard decisions that a lot of people cannot do. Well, they can do it. They choose not to do it. So yeah. I was just really proud of Kate really stepping in her own. I think it also to me is just so, so symbolic for all of us. If you can be willing to face your biggest fear, you what's on the other side is so beautiful. So yes. I just thought that was just a really good symbol for that. No, what about that's you? true. Um, I'm going to have to say, well, the episode is Katobi. So I'm going to have to say, Toby and I'm only saying Toby because I don't want to be redundant in saying Kate because Kate really was my favorite but the reason I would pick um Toby as a second is because Toby I saw a lot of growth from him that's true Toby did not get his way Mm. this whole he didn't get the city he wanted to live in he didn't get to keep the wife he didn't find success in marriage counseling like he just he, he just didn't get his way um but he handled it well as well as he could I mean of course he was making you know horrible mistakes throughout the marriage especially like I said when he was putting her down and different things being real argumentative but um like I said he just was harboring resentment and so we got him from harboring resentment and we have just he's continued to grow I feel like we've seen the evolution of Toby and I feel like he's continuing to grow he hasn't I don't see any form of him being stagnant like sometimes you move back to a city and you fall back into yeah that's true but he didn't his growth has continued so I'm proud of Toby for continuing to grow even post-divorce even into a new marriage um so yeah so I would say um Toby and then also I thought it was very big of him to call her um on her wedding day that was his way of saying you know I see you I support you I'm Mm -hmm. with this because people do always kind of wonder like how the ex feels and so she didn't have to wonder he gave her that closure so she could walk down the aisle knowing that she was good on all fronts um Mm. as it pertains you know her immediate family um so yeah so I would have to say Toby and then my favorite moment on this show I would have to say the favorite moment I want it to be the moment where they're all in the cafe watching um you know their baby jack yeah performing because it was like answered a bunch of questions stuff like that but i would have to say my favorite moment was probably the proposal mm, that was nice it was like a lot of people want a grandiose proposal in mm-hmm. front of their whole family or this or that but i love the simplicity yeah of it um and I love that it involved what was important to her which was her yes that's true I just thought it was the perfect proposal so that was definitely my favorite moment of this episode what about your favorite moment mine is actually and I'm like you I did love the bar scene with the couples and they're watching baby jack I thought that was great but my favorite moment was actually when they called Kate to the stage at her engagement party to sing the song she picked out and the reason why remember way back in season one that was her biggest dream 
Oh, you know, she wanted to be able to stand in front of a mic and sing. That's her passion. She loves to sing. And now she gets to do it, not just like her song on the mic, but with her man on the keys behind her. I just, yes. but, and they both had to overcome their fear because what's interesting, I believe that the, another reason why Philip is so happy with her is because he helps bring her out of um, his fears. Like he has, he shared he has a fear of social anxiety and it makes sense why now that you know some of his backstory with his former wife and all these things. Yeah. So now here she was, and she had Toby that kind of brought her out of her social anxiety. Remember he used to take her to the nursing home to sing? So yeah. I just thought it's like this um, continuation that happens with love. You know what I mean? Like Toby loved her enough to be like, no, I see you. And I see you living in your future and your dream. And then here yeah. she is doing it. And even though it didn't end up with her and Toby, but it wasn't like she said, their story never ended. Um, that 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 love continued on and that it even continued on to other people where you know it's even healing them so I thought it was just so I just love that moment and then the song was just so symbolic not only that um the words are I get knocked down but I get up again but it's fun it's light and that's really all that Kate wanted just a fun light life you know so yes. I was just really happy yeah that was a good moment no it was a very it was a very very good moment so um Am I, are we forgetting anything? What are we supposed to do? So that's it? What do we do? That's <laughs> I think that's it. We made it through. We made it through. I did. We miss you. Okay. So, yes. um, okay. So I brought us in so you can take us out, Christine. Oh, oh, I have some. Oh my God. I don't even know how y'all. Ooh. Oh gosh, I'm nervous. All right, y'all. Well, we really do thank y'all for joining us again. I really hope y'all are able to hear this and that I get this <laughs> sent to our day correctly so you can upload it, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So anyway, thank y'all so much for listening and from our big three to their, what is it? <laughs> from their big three to our big three. We'll see y'all next time. Bye.